trigger warning. We are about to talk about some very, very heavy things, okay? And I don't mean like, like obviously I talk about genocide quite a bit, but this is like beyond that because there's an element of personal, there's a personal action, okay? Yesterday, a active duty U.S. Air Force active duty service member by the name of Aaron Bushnell took his phone with him and a thermos full of some flammable liquid, and he walked up to the uh, Israeli embassy and very clearly and very openly stated that he was about to do something that was an act of protest, an act of historic protest, self-immolation. I'm obviously not going to show you the the video, but um, there is a, if you are familiar, there is a very long history of self-immolation to protest war. This has happened time and time again. Buddhist monks used to do this during the Vietnam War. It is one of the most gruesome ways to go out. This is a very extreme form of protest. It is the most extreme form of protest. But if you think that the self-immolation acts are new or recent or about mental health or something like that for the record this is just a way to try and and cope with a person doing something that is unimaginably painful i do not want people to do the same thing obviously do not do not do it but to claim that this is like done because of mental illness or to try to to wash away the importance of it and act like there was no motive is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Now, there are two reasons for why the media doesn't often cover self-immolation because they don't want people to do, uh, you know, people to repeat it. They don't want copycats, which is perfectly understandable and perfectly valid. There's also, it's done in an effort not to sensationalize it. But even if you are not sensationalizing it, to say that there was no motive as NPR did last night is disgusting. NPR, I was listening to it when I was making myself my dinner. I was listening to the, the regular daily, like the hourly updates I get from NPR. And NPR openly said, at this time, we don't know what the mo NPR does not know what the motives are, which is crazy because under other circumstances, if it's a school shooting, you might not know what the fucking motives are. And that's fine. And that's actually respectable. And you're that's the right kind of coverage. But in this circumstance, I'm going to tell you there's a video. I'm not going to show you the video because obviously it's it's uh, really, really, really it's not easy to watch. It's traumatic. Uh, but I'm going to read you what Aaron Bushnell said in his final moments. He said, hi. My name is Aaron Bushnell. I am an active duty member of the United States Air Force, and I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I am about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it is not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. Bushnell then arrives at the embassy gate and places the camera down, empties the flammable liquid of uh, flammable liquid from his canteen on his head, and then takes out his lighter, and he says, Free Palestine. And he uses the lighter to ignite himself. And his words as he is on fire, as he self-immolates, is free Palestine, free Palestine, free Palestine. And then screams of pain. And then free Palestine once again. And then he falls silent. He was taken to a hospital. He was in critical condition. And he has passed away from his injuries. They made it seem as though he was a violent threat potentially in their coverage. In some of the coverage that I saw, considering that this was outside of the Israeli embassy. In the video, you can see cops are just pointing a gun at him as he's on fire. You can hear the words from at least I think one of the cops that says something along the lines of 
I don't need a gun. I need a fucking fire extinguisher. A paramedic said that to a cop. Oh, there was an EMT. Sorry. Okay. The coverage has shifted a little bit as CNN has covered it, but originally it was basically, here's MSNBC and their coverage on Aaron Bushnell. On a truly tragic incident in Washington, D.C., yesterday, 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio, Texas, the active duty airman in the U.S. Air Force who set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in an apparent protest against the Israel-Hamas war. A protest against the Israel-Hamas war. First, it was, we don't know what the motives are, even though he very clearly said why he was doing this. And it is a type of extreme form of protest that has happened historically in this direction. And yet the liberal outlets are covering it. The liberal outlet of MSNBC, that's supposed to be the progressive media outlet, is covering it with this framing. That identification made by Metropolitan Police here. Bushnell filmed his own self-immolation on his cell phone, yelling, free Palestine, before collapsing to the ground outside. Yeah, okay, so it's not, maybe it's not protesting the Israel-Hamas war. Maybe it's very clearly mentioned. He personally says in the, the video that he, he does not want to contribute. He will no longer play a role in the active genocide that Israel is committing in Palestine. He did, he live-streamed it. I think he might have even live-streamed it on Twitch, as far as I understand, that's what... Uh, that's what some uh, reporting I saw on the matter. Inside the embassy. He was rushed to the hospital for treatment, but later succumbed to his injuries. And if you or someone you know is in crisis, call or text 988 to reach the suicide aid and crisis lifeline. You can also call 1-800. Yeah. I mean, this is also important. Yes, you should. If you or a loved one is at risk, the suicide or crisis lifeline, you can call or text 988, or you can call one 800 273 8255. You can also text home to 741741 or you can visit speakingofsuicide.com slash resources. Chat, this is not about mental health. I'm not framing this as a mental health issue. Whenever there is a, no, this is appropriate to do. This is normal and appropriate to do. They might frame it as a mental health issue, but yes, you are supposed to cover it like this. There are direct guidelines from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. What she did beforehand is gross. What she did after is not because it doesn't matter. His was not a mental health crisis. Uh, he was not, his was not a suicide due to mental health crises. But that doesn't matter because there are suicidal people that are watching the coverage. That's the whole point. Before you freak out, it's not about what his motives are. It's about how that is received from an audience that is depressed. That's the reason why there are obviously reporting tips uh, or reporting guidelines on suicide. Aaron Bushnell engaged in is at the end of the day, still self-harm. The reason why I'm covering the background and the motives here specifically is because this is not a regular suicide and also on top, and it's not, a, this is an active, is an extreme act of protest, which Aaron Bushnell personally recognized. And a lot of these media outlets are basically covering it as though this was a mental health episode. I am not framing this as a mental health episode at all, but it's important to still do my due diligence to ensure that people understand. That's my job. My job is to show you, one, the media's sensationalization of the story, the coverage of the story, is actually very cowardly. And here, this is precisely what I was talking about. The claim that the U.S. media would have covered itself self-immolation differently if it had been undertaken in protest of one of the country's adversaries is not hypothetical at all. Russian journalist sets herself on fire and dies blaming the government. The self-immolation by the journalist Irina Slavina, 47, 
A longtime Kremlin critic came a day after the authorities in her hometown of Nizhny Novgorod had searched her apartment. So we know how they operate. I told you this. This is self-immolation is the most extreme act that you can engage in in terms of of protesting an oppressive structure. Don't do it. But the notion that the media doesn't cover it uh, with without uncertain terms when it's a foreign adversary, is also ridiculous. The long history of people who have done this. Anyway, at least CNN here, CNN um, doing a coverage. We're learning new details today about a deadly post outside the Israeli embassy in Washington. Authorities identified Aaron Bushnell as the person who, on Sunday, set himself on fire. The 25-year-old was an active-duty member of the U.S. Air Force. Uh, he's speaking calmly to the camera. I want to read a portion of what he says. He said, uh, quote, I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it is not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. He then goes on, uh, and, and look, it really speaks to the tensions that are continuing to escalate around the war in Gaza, not just across the world, but here in the United States. We saw a similar incident in December when someone self-immolated, uh, lit themselves on fire outside of the Israeli consulate in Atlanta. But this feels different. This is an active duty member of the military burning himself to death on the streets of the nation's capital. Uh, Gabe Cohen, thanks so much for the details. Appreciate it. This was one of his uh, last uh, words, I think, as well. Many of us like to ask ourselves, what could I do if I was alive during slavery or the Jim Crow South or apartheid? What would I do if my country was committing genocide? The answer is you're doing it right now. Rest in power to Aaron Bushnell. Here is what the um, statement from the Biden admin staff, or at least staffers for ceasefire. Here's what they said. This is not the Biden administration's official communication. These are staffers within the Biden administration. We mourn the loss of Aaron Bushnell, an active duty member of the U.S. Air Force who lit himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy in D.C. because he could no longer be complicit in genocide in Gaza. Self-immolation as an act of protest is widely recognized as the most extreme form of protest possible. To publicly end a person's own life in the most violent and severe way is a stark warning for our nation. Now, two U.S. citizens have self-immolated over the U.S.-backed Israeli genocide in Gaza in less than three months. We continue to call for an immediate and permanent ceasefire to end the ongoing starvation, death, and collective punishment of millions of Palestinians. President Biden, our commander-in-chief, continues to ignore staff dissent over the mass suffering caused by our leader's complicity. What everyone will try to do in this circumstance is to basically draw attention away from this. Biden is most likely going to try and not say anything about it. But in the upcoming days, there will be protests held. There will be vigils held. There will be naysayers involved, people that say he didn't do this. He was mentally ill. He didn't do this for anything but clout. Just like the most awful sh you've ever seen here's a here's an example of the type of person that says stuff like this if you want to understand astro next 12 a lolly nazi says that dude killed himself for nothing there's going to be a lot of people like this there's going to be a lot of people like this the entire point of this is to continue applying pressure do not stop applying pressure to the administration do not stop applying pressure on america's complicity in the ongoing genocide in Gaza. Israel is committing an ethnic cleansing campaign in Gaza, and we are, as the United States, as citizens of the United States, we are, to a certain degree, responsible for the continuation of said ethnic cleansing. Our weapons 
are being shipped to Israel. America is also defending Israel's genocidal campaign at the global stage, vetoing ceasefires and doing everything they can for Israel to keep continuing and, and even whitewashing Israel's actions, trying to contextualize Israel's ethnic cleansing campaign. And we are, our government is complicit in this. In a just world, every single person involved in this would go to prison. It would be tried in an international tribunal and they would get what they deserve, which is some form of punishment for the war crimes that they have engaged in. <sighs> The White House staffers for ceasefire are correct. President Biden has the unique power to mitigate the harms being done, not through useless back-channel conversations, but through established processes of international law and strong diplomacy. What is instructive about the way that people, uh, the way that legacy publishers cover this, what is instructive about this, for the record, is how you whitewash ethnic cleansing, as New York Times has done so deliberately. They've done it very deliberately. They talk about is the war on Hamas in Israel utilizing a neutral language? It is not a war on Hamas in in Palestine. It is a genocide. It is a genocide being conducted on the Palestinian population that the violent apartheid ethno state of Israel is engaging in with American weapons. Make no mistake. That's it. Why did he do it? Four major news outlets have almost the exact same headline for the self-immolation of 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell. Not one of them mentioned the words Gaza or genocide, the reason for Aaron's protest, or the word Palestine, his last words spoken. A man set himself out, uh, on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, the police said. U.S. airman sets himself on fire outside Israeli embassy in Washington. U.S. airman sets himself on fire outside of Israeli embassy in Washington. Active duty airman sets himself on fire outside of D.C.'s Israeli embassy. So the people that say things along the lines of like, duh, this is so dumb, this kind of protest doesn't work, he died for nothing, what a idiot, all this kind of shit. What kind of protests will work? You are just basically reaffirming that the American government does not listen no matter what the sacrifice is. Do you understand that? It is a cowardly way to avoid talking about the actual issue on hand, that the United States is absolutely involved in a continued ethnic cleansing campaign that Israel is conducting in Gaza. That is what's going on. You are just trying to actively not talk about that. So you're just basically saying, oh, it doesn't work. Yeah, of course it doesn't work. Nothing works. In a just world, it shouldn't get to that point at all. It blows my mind that this is like the autocopium that people engage in to be like, we are simultaneously living in the peak of liberal democracy. We are simultaneously living at the peak of liberal democracy in a world where like, we are so much better than all of these other countries, all of these other authoritarian nations. We are better than them. While also, every single day, we recognize the powerlessness that we have in the face of untold amounts of cruelty that is done with our tax dollars. What a ridiculous position to have. You simultaneously think you're above the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, okay? And in many respects, our lives are much better than the lives of the average North Korean person. But the notion that, like, we get to have a genuine say in our American government's actions, especially as it pertains to foreign policy, is ridiculous. Everyone understands that you really can't get any of the things that you want to get. No health care, no affordable housing, no infrastructure, and of course, all of your funds are still going to continued violence globally so that our executives and shareholders can stand to profit from the American war machine, directly funneling and directly subsidizing the military industrial complex. Our politicians get their pockets lined 
from the lobbyists. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. In the words of Eisenhower, every dime that goes towards building rockets in the war machine, in the war industry, is a dime taken away from building bricks, building roads, building houses. Wake the f*** up. Mohammed Kurd says, if you are a soldier sacrificing yourself to protect U.S. interests, you are a rational, noble hero. But if you sacrifice yourself to protest the genocide your country is funding, you are mentally ill. If you are an Arab man auto-cremating to protest your government, you are romanticized in American newspapers. If you're an American doing the same, your news is buried or obfuscated. There are no truths in the U.S., only narratives that serve the ruling class true that's why people say he's mentally ill because it you must be mentally ill to literally go against the u.s government and very publicly self-immolate you got to be crazy right it must be crazy it's crazy to even say that america is engaging in an act of ethnic cleansing america is complicit in ethnic cleansing in gaza that's crazy to say that's crazy talk why is that crazy talk because it makes me feel bad yusuf munayer said if you die in uniform while killing brown people you are made into a hero if you die in uniform protesting the killing of brown people you are made to be mentally ill are these the esteemed values of western civilization it should never get to this it should never ever ever get to self-immolation i thought the reason we're supposed to respect people in the military is that they've continue consciously decided they'd be willing to die for what they believe is right isn't this what we saw or is it only brave and principled if you die at the orders of a distant authority whose interests are to enrich a ruling class that actively hates you yeah how our famously free media reports self-immolation that protests crimes of official enemy states russian journalist sets herself on fire and dies blaming government for russia journalist self-immolation is a wake-up call eu calls for investigation into death of russian journalists who set herself on fire in memoriam irina slavina journalist and champion of the truth so listen for those of you who are unfamiliar with this it is a this has a very long history it is the most violent way to commit suicide this is not a glorification of it this is just a matter of fact that is why it is considered to be the most extreme act of protest while i do not believe that we should sensationalize it and i do not believe that we should glorify committing self-harm i'm not going to sit idly by and act like his death was in vain the reason why i talk about suicide is that while i can separate aaron bushnell's act and his motivation others who might be depressed maybe cannot which is precisely the reason why it's still important to talk about such uh, such things avon says no one is glorifying suicide no one is glorifying self-harm aaron bushnell shouldn't have died Thirty thousand palestinians shouldn't have sl been slaughtered but counterfactuals don't negate the present reality the one that should be changed this is it this is the reason the reason why people are like hyper focusing on different angles is because they don't want to recognize their complicity. They don't want to to actually think about what is going on here. Aaron Bushnell's self-immolation is not about him. It has nothing to do with him at all. That is the issue here. It is about what he was saying. He made this very clear in his final moments on this fucking earth. It's a scary thought for many to contemplate that a person would do such a thing. It's scary for two reasons. One, because someone is like taking their own life. It's scary for another reason as well, though. What it symbolizes, what it signifies. That's it. That's why it's so scary because you're like, what the f 
You're forced to meet. You're forced to reckon with your own feelings on this, okay? Yeah, I saw that one tweet just now in the chat. If the troubles were happening, like, now, do better, Ireland. Murals like this might encourage youngsters to starve themselves to death in British prisons. Like, it's basically self-harm as an act of protest in the form of uh, hunger strikes in prison. And things of that nature have occurred throughout history we look at it when it's in the past, okay? We look at it in the past. If it's in the past, we look at it and we glamorize it. We valorize it. We give it its, its, its proper proper assessment. But while it's happening, people are selfishly, hyper-individualistically trying to utilize social justice activist language in an effort to desperately try to make this about their own personal narcissism, their own personal narcissistic desires to not think about what Aaron's death is means what he was trying to say that's why i keep saying this is not about him at all this has nothing to do with him he's one individual but his goal was clear i was saying earlier that we would never question a soldier's mental well-being for jumping on a grenade to save their comrades they would be lauded as a hero aaron bushnell is someone who laid down his life to advance a larger cause americans can't wrap their minds around it because they have no principles they can't fathom even mildly inconveniencing themselves to advance a cause much less lay down their life for it yes all right, we're now going to move on from this, okay? Rest in power, Aaron.